0: brennan and i like to party all right wyatt you're up uh hello i'm wyatt
1: and uh i like to party
0: and you're listening to two Two bros Bros in a pod. pod all right we are back three bros in a pod this time gus 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 bus is back joining the pod how you guys doing Outstanding. Glad to be
1: here. It's been a little bit, so I'm excited to get back and chat with uh with the bros or the boys according to, to Gus's hat. Yes, yeah,
2: yeah. bussin' with the boys. And we are certainly bussin.
0: <laughs> you bussin'? What other dumb college slang have you learned? <laughs> <laughs> Boon. What yeah, seriously though, what do people <laughs> say now? Like I feel like I'm already out of the loop. You know, I
2: already feel like I'm out of the loop. And I'm not even. <laughs> I'm I'm only three years out of high school. So I that's don't even gas. know what people say. That's yeah. straight
0: yeah. gas. Yeah. yeah, see I feel like that's old now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. Like I was just, that's
2: prehistoric. Get rid
0: of it. Yeah. I was just watching um a YouTube short and uh, it was Sydney Sweeney, and she was saying people, like, instead of queen, it's mother. Like, wow, she is mother. Someone, like, they would say that for, like, Beyonce. Yeah, would say So instead of queen bee, they'd say mother bee, I guess.
1: If they even had
2: the
0: bee on the end. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of stupid, a lot of stupid slang. Yeah. Well, we got the Super Bowl coming up. You guys excited? No. <clears throat>
1: Everyone loves the Super Bowl. <laughs> no. Everyone.
0: I know, right? Two of the greatest teams ever. Two teams that we all absolutely love. 49ers and the Chiefs. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm I'm so mad and,
1: and disappointed throughout the whole playoffs that I don't really want to watch the Super Bowl. I just want to watch the commercials. And that's pretty much what I've done the past couple of years. To be honest with you, I think last year when I was watching the Eagles and Chiefs, I was watching a movie while I had had the game on the iPad uh, and just kind of muted it during the game and uh, turned it on for the commercials. So I think that's probably the same strategy that I'm going to have this year, uh, especially because the Bills uh, choked, Lions choked even more than that uh i have no words i I, i'm tired of the super bowl to be honest with you so i'm glad we're having a full episode about the super bowl
0: well we can also talk about the utter failures and disappointments of our favorite teams (laughs) before we get to the super bowl too (laughs) yeah i feel you um i actually don't think the commercials are usually that good i feel like they're so overrated sometimes there's some like gems for sure uh, like mm-hmm. that Betty White one you were talking about. But we'll get into yeah. that later. We're going to talk about <laughs> some of our favorite Super Bowl commercials. Uh, some of our favorite Super Bowls in general. And then we're going to do a bunch of Super Bowl props. And we're going to make this little competition between the three of us. But, yeah. Let's catch up on the uh, the playoffs since we haven't really talked in a while. We, last time we talked was the first round, I think. and Yeah, you know, I made... I made a bunch of predictions and like every single one of them was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, but mine looked pretty good until the last couple of rounds. So, yeah, yeah. But I all three of our teams uh, lost. Elliot's got the Texans. I mean, they were just happy to be there. They got a win and mm-hmm. a great season by them. Me, the Packers. They. uh... They, uh, same as the Texans, like they got to win. And that was really good, but they definitely should have beat the Niners, and they collapsed, and that kind of sucked. And then the Bills, I'm telling you, they're just like the Packers; they just can't get over the hump against the stupid Chiefs. And this, the yeah. So all three of our teams lost. What are you guys feeling, Elliot? We'll start with you since uh, you're probably the happiest of the three of us.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, my team was. Ruled to get maybe three wins this year, bottom of the barrel, and now well, all of a sudden we're we're playoff contenders, and then we're getting to the later rounds of the playoffs. So I was I was pretty excited about that. C.J. Stroud at the helm, Bobby Sloick, the offensive coordinator, with D'Amico, Ryan's, Will Anderson, all new faces, all new, kind of new to the playoffs. But I I, I loved just watching them for an extra two games. Um, the Ravens game, first half, great. Second half, shut out, but it, it could have been better. But it was really good to watch them play and have a, uh extended season.
0: I agree. I mean, you can't, that, that's the best position to be in as a fan. It's like, your team is brand new. You do, they don't have any expectations, and it was like that for the Texans and for the Packers. It's the best, best spot to be in because you're like anything they do good, you're thrilled, and if they don't do that well, you're like, well, it wasn't. This is too early anyway. They weren't supposed to be there anyway. So, yeah, Texans have a very uh, bright future. C.J. Stroud is, looks really good. They got kind of screwed with a lot of injuries, but yeah, things are definitely looking up for them. But
2: in the capital, too, they
0: got I, I think they
2: have uh 74 million in cap space open up for this offseason. A lot of big names, in, a lot of big names in free agency.
0: Yeah, Wyatt, <laughs> you lived in Texas, so where do the Texans rank? Have you met a Texans fan? <laughs> it doesn't feel like they're the biggest in town <laughs> <Nah>. now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone in texas seems to be
1: more of a uh of a cowboys fan even some people in houston too uh which i don't like but i do like the texans due to that fact because i can't stand dallas um but so i was happy to see them lose and the texans win so uh but yeah yeah being in texas pretty much everyone's a, a cowboys fan You have the occasional Packer fan, I think, before you see a Texans fan.
0: (laughs) And somehow, Elliot, uh, up in Wisconsin, loyal Texans fan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Guess what? I'm having a party in the cold, and they're still nice and warm down there, maybe in sweatshirt or shorts,
0: maybe a t shirt down there. It's crazy. Yeah, I think I'd rather be them than you. <laughs> yeah, <But>, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. Let's go to the uh the Bills game. Um yeah, I'll leave it to you, Wyatt. What what are your thoughts? Uh it looked really good from the start. Uh
1: first half definitely as far as the run game goes, that was probably the best performance I've seen out of the Bills run game in a long long time so it was really promising really exciting to see that kind of get the ball out of Josh's hands and and keep going with the run game but second half not so much uh and and they couldn't figure it out so that really sucked I don't think you know I know Tyler Bass took the big hit at the end of not making the field goal but I mean, really shouldn't have even been in that situation to begin with. I think it was really the Bills game, but they just they just choked. So it was very unfortunate. my gut going in kind of felt like it was gonna happen, uh, to be honest with you. But I was trying to avoid it at all costs and think about how exciting the game is, but yeah. I'm I'm still salty about it.
0: Yeah. Uh in my opinion, like if Josh Allen and the Bills were in the NFC, they probably have been to like two or three Super Bowls already. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the unfortunate part for them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just felt like the whole game that it was kind of inevitable. They kept they started out great. I mean, it was back and forth game. The offense was looking good, but I just did not and didn't understand what they were doing, even though. The, like when they were what 6 and 6 or whatever when they started their huge win streak um they completely changed their offense and they fired their offensive coordinator replaced him with somebody else and they like completely changed the way they played like they were a running team they almost like digs never touched the ball they like hardly ever passed they really it was like the running backs and then the tight ends were running the whole offense Josh Allen was running a bunch and it was working, but I just felt like deep down that that wasn't going to be the best for them. It's like your best offensive player, best playmaker is Diggs, and you're not even getting in the ball. But, yeah, I don't know. When it came down to the kicker, though, a lot of people were uh, pissed off at the kicker. I totally get it. Like, <laughs> I the Packers also lost largely in huge part because their kicker sucks. Kickers shouldn't be in football. That's my best take ever. But um, either way, I just feel like there was going to be too much time. I felt like there was going to be like a minute or so left for Mahomes. I mean, they had 13 seconds and they still scored that like, that year. So it just felt kind of inevitable. And that's how I feel every time the Packers play the 49ers. It's like the same exact thing. It's like as soon as one bad thing happens, you're like, okay, yep, here it comes. It's over. We're done. And that's just how, how it goes gotta get over the hump one of these times either team packers or the bills it's gotta happen eventually
1: yeah yeah i hope it's sooner than later it's (laughs) it's definitely gonna be tough next year especially uh yeah seeing miami this year they're they're gonna come back hot and heavy and uh and rogers too coming back for the jets yeah he'll i'm sure he'll wreak some some havoc there even though uh yeah, they might be a little spotty, but I think uh, with Rodgers they'll they'll still be pretty good. So I don't know, we'll see.
0: That's yeah, all I got to say about that. That's always the toughest part for me as well as a fan, because like the Packers, they weren't expected to be there, they weren't expected to go that far. But you started to realize, oh wow, they're actually like really good, and they should have mm-hmm. beat the Niners. And as soon as they lost, it's like you get that. Horrible feeling of like, oh, my God, now we got to go through all of this again. Like, are 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 we ever even going to make it back to this point? And everybody always says, oh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Aaron Rodgers made a Super Bowl and then never got back. Like, it doesn't happen. We're, not everybody is the Chiefs. Not everybody is Mahomes. They're not getting to yeah. the Super Bowl every year. All right. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties. My passionate speech was cut off right before i really put the nail in the coffin on the lions but (laughs) we'll leave that out that's all right it was lost it'll be forever lost but right before um we got cut off i was about to throw it over to to gus get his opinion on what happened with the bills and the packers so gus take it away even though you've already done this once i'm sorry (laughs) You Don't worry, I, it's not the viewer's fault or anything. It, you guys get to
2: hear it another time, so it's your downfall. Um <laughs> so The first part is uh injuries. So the Bills, if you don't know the Bills, they lost their linebacker and their cornerback, not quarterback, cornerback defense. Their defensive side of the ball was pretty much shot. Gabe Davis, also their wide receiver, he, he was out for the game, and I mean, he, they're getting rid of him this season anyways, more than likely. But um, people that had to fill those spots were like uh, their linebacker, Klein, and a good player. He just didn't have enough time to read the system. He had about a week there. So he was in charge of being the um, uh, the defensive focal point, like... He is communicating the place to everyone else in that defense. And then there were some other people going in and out for cornerback because it's hard to take away that piece like White as a cornerback. Um, Gabe Davis, uh, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of the wide receiver's name right now. Shakir was filling in for Gabe Davis. Shakir, really good. Has some time to develop, but they'll probably draft another wide receiver this year. Breaking news. Um, but along with that, the other fault was, uh, just bad decision-making, bad play calling. Like, uh, I I understand what they did with, uh, switching from a punt to a run formation, because I think there was only 10 people out there on the defense when they were punting the ball away. Um, I understand that, though it was kind of... I, you're running it like ten plus yards from wherever the ball is being shot from the the long snapper. So I mean, there's just some some iffy plays. Uh, I know I've already talked about this because we've already done this. But <laughs> Josh Allen and Jordan Love have similar play styles, not exactly, just little aspects of each of their game. I would like to call it hero ball because I think other people call it that as well, but they're both, they're both players that like to make big plays. And I, I think it's more so for like a record book sort of thing or like best catch of the year, best throw of the year stuff. But like Josh Allen, instead of like throwing it one or two yards, to get a first down. He'll he'll heave it like twenty twenty yards, maybe fifty yards down the field. Maybe a touchdown comes out of it. That's the best possibility. Usually, it's either a um, incomplete pass, turnover on downs, or a interception. Stuff stuff along that lines. Maybe even a sack in there. It will just throw that in too. Now, Jordan Love, his his version of hero ball is a little bit different. Um, it's just kind of what he picked up from Brett Favre and uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, just different throwing motions, like how he throws like Rodgers and like throwing in the air, stuff stuff similar to pass grades from the Packers. And sometimes they're, they're good plays, and then other times they're just flaws. Like uh, he had a few during the um, 49ers game. I think Greenlaw picked off both times oh. that he tried to do this. So there, there's just things that he needs to learn. I think the difference between Josh Allen and Jordan Love is Josh Allen's farther in his career, and he should be a little bit more consistent than what Jordan Love is because this is his first full year as a starter. So I I feel like there, there's no way to work out that inconsistency with Josh Allen. Like that's just his game. That's part of him. He, it will probably never change unless he gets to the age of 40 and is still playing and can only stay in the pocket like Tom Brady. Um, but Jordan love, I feel like there, there's some patches that you can rub out. That didn't sound right. Uh, he's got uh, it on his mind.
0: Huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
2: There, there's just certain things that you can fix in a younger quarterback versus trying to fix them in an older quarterback where they've had success and getting a team to the playoffs. At, I, I think the Packers ideally should have had that game. Um, what, what I will say for both those games is, wasn't the score like a, a field goal difference for both of them?
0: Yeah, not the too Packers sure. About the lost Packers. by three i think Mm
2: -hmm. yeah like live by the sword die by the sword i feel like that's been a really good uh um a slow or metaphor for the playoffs this year with dan campbell losing by three even though he didn't want like he wanted to go for it and score a touchdown on top of that like it's just certain things that that should have been capitalized on, but got too greedy. So you you just ended your playoff career for that season on the lowest note possible, knowing that you could have gotten it, but you didn't.
0: Yeah, the Jordan Love interception to end the game was so bad. It was it was straight up like Brett Favre running. To the right, throwing back across the field, across his body. That was a definitely a, a far gunslinger type of thing, and he did that all all season this year. Jordan Love until that like Thanksgiving game when they beat the Lions and they started playing really, really well. He like cut out all the mistakes, but unfortunately, it, they came back at the worst possible time. But he's gonna learn from it, hopefully. Um, also, it's kind of a Rodgers thing, too, like you said, because Rodgers would very often end playoff games with an interception as well. So we always seem to be falling behind and needing a miracle or a field goal with 20 seconds left. But, yeah,
2: that sucks. Yeah, Hill Marys. Hill Marys. Yeah, a lot of Rogers Hill Marys. known for <laughs> Hill Marys. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that sucks. The Packers definitely blew that game. Uh, but... The Lions outdid them, in my opinion, that the Lions should be in the Super Bowl right now. And if I were their fans, instead of being very happy about the great season, which, yes, it was a great season, I would be so sick to my stomach because they had that game. And if their coach makes a few better decisions, they are in the Super Bowl. So did you guys watch that game? Yeah. Why? Did you watch it? Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> They're out to this huge lead, and Dan Campbell's thing is he's the most aggressive coach in the league. Like, for me, I love him because I hate kickers. I think the NFL should just get rid of kickers altogether. They're not football players. But unfortunately for me and Dan Campbell, kickers are in the league, so teams are going to use them. Well, he never... (laughs) He just decided, I'm not going to use my kicker uh, on multiple fourth downs, and... They go for it. They don't get them, and it pretty much costs them the game. The first, uh, so at the beginning, beginning of the game, beginning of the or end of the first half. Sorry, he kicks a field goal on fourth, fourth and goal, and they make it. And people were kind of surprised because he likes to go for it in those situations. But then, second half, they're up twenty four to ten in the third quarter. They have all the momentum. It's a fourth down. They decide not to kick the field goal to go up three possessions, go up 17 points. They go for it. They don't get it. And I turned to Julia and immediately I was like, they're going to lose this game. I said it right there because momentum is real. A lot of people discredit momentum. It is the most powerful thing in sports. As soon as they missed that and didn't get that three points, it was pretty much over for them. You know what happened right after that? Yes, it was kind of lucky, but the IU catch where Purdy chucked it down the field, it bounces off the Lions' helmet, and IU catches it. Boom. Touchdown. Only down by seven now. Right after that, Jameer Gibbs fumbles. Boom. Another touchdown. Tie game. Like <laughs> It was so quick. The momentum shifted immediately, and yeah, I just... It, it sucks because Dan Campbell went for it on fourth down all year. He decides to do it a couple times. The second one was when they were down by three. They were in field goal range. He decides to go for it. They don't get it when they could have tied the game. So, unfortunately, I think he just made two bad decisions. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think he should have gone for it? Think he should have kicked the field goals? What are your guys' opinions? Start with you, Wyatt. Yeah, I think I think going for it. I think
1: I think everything was executed, with the exception of it being a run play and getting stopped at the goal line there. So at I the end of the game, maybe, you're talking maybe about, if it was, yeah, I think maybe that was, you know it's yeah, a bad decision. I'm, yeah, i Yeah, I think as far as that goes. You know, I think maybe a little play action, but obviously, you know, in the moment and listening to his press conference at the end, he thought, you know, he, he trusted his guys and, um, know, yeah, and and thought the run would would smash right in there, so for a touchdown. But, um, but yeah, I I, I would have went for it to be honest. I I think we were playing playing for the win and and not just for tying to get into overtime to play. Some extra minutes, so. But what uh, about I the first it. one?
0: What about the first one? Then when they were up fourteen. Mm-hmm. Still go for it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's how you end up losing. I, in my opinion, like the Packers did the same thing. Uh, they should have gotten it on fourth down. It was when they did the QB sneak and they two horrible spots in a row, and they didn't give them the first down. If they would have just kicked the field goal there, Packers are at least tied in going into that last drive. Um mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know. I feel like a lot of the the analytics experts out there, they just look at numbers and it says, "Oh, by 0.2%, it says to go for it." And they're like, "Yep, we'll do it." They don't take anything else into account like are you the Lions for once? <laughs> like generationally bad, bad luck like that that's got to factor in at least in my opinion maybe i'm crazy but um number two like the fourth down the the tush push that works for the eagles every single time and never works for anybody else like fourth and one for the eagles (laughs) yeah one sec fourth and one for the eagles is very different than fourth and one for the packers like It's not the same thing. So I just feel like in those situations, you got to know your team. And, yeah, he didn't trust his kicker. So I totally get why he went for it. But if it was me, I probably would have just kicked the field goal. Both the teams that decided not to ended up losing Packers and the Lions. Yeah, go ahead, Gus.
2: Oh, yeah. Also, another live by the sword, die by the sword. The Eagles against the Buccaneers got into the one-yard line and ran the tush push, and it failed. Right there and right there. Like, I, there was obviously some penalties that should have been addressed, like a helmet almost being ripped off. But, I, yeah, that's, like, right there. That's a perfect example of it. Um, yeah, I wanted to say uh, the whole commentator analysis on, like, whether to go for it on first down using software, there, there's little to no human aspect about that, or consideration to it. I know. Like they could be third and two, and it could be the best defense in the league against the worst offense, and it, it's still gonna say you, you Go have like a ninety yeah. percent chance of making it over the line of scrimmage and getting a first down. I just think, I just think it's so
0: dumb. Yeah, By the way, and- what game were we talking about again? the Lions, but generally i'm with you wyatt like i always every time especially regular season every time it's fourth down i'm like freaking go for it i don't want to kick a stupid field goal here (laughs) usually three points that's how you lose like if you're not scoring touchdowns and you're settling for field goals that's how you lose i just think because they were up 14 at the time pushing it to 17 would have been worth it but Yeah, like you were saying, Gus. Every situation is completely different, and it feels like those numbers don't factor that in. They just look at the overall thing and boil it down to an average number, and that I just don't understand it. But yeah, go ahead. If you had anything else to add to that,
2: would you? Would you have? Then I forgot.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Would Um, you have? Would you have gone for it on either of those fourth downs? And then uh, what'd you think about him running it on third and goal at the end of the game? Uh, uh,
2: Well, the closest I've been to managing a football team was Madden, and I suck at Madden. Um, (laughs) As Brennan knows, he has a video of it. Do not post the video Um, 100 to (laughs) 0. Okay. Um, And uh, (laughs) I, I will say that. I heard a lot of like two big things out of that and it's like uh players who have coaches like Dan Campbell prefer consistency. So there's there's faith in faith in these guys to go out there and get the first down. I I feel like you saying or Dan Campbell, I should say, saying you know what, we're going to settle for a field goal. I feel like would would not really help with the morale, like Brennan was saying. Um, I feel like that would kind of lead to a lack of trust on the offense or kind of just settling. I, I feel like more than likely they should have had that,
0: but yep. it was just... Go ahead. Didn't they, like, drop one, too? Like, he definitely should have gotten the fourth down on one of them, and I can't remember. I think it was Reynolds yeah, like, dropped so. it. Yeah, so they definitely should have had one of them. but.
2: Oh, yeah, there was a lot of ball play where it was just, like, they were going for it, and it just – Reynolds, yeah, right out in the open in between, I think, like, three defenders maybe uh, all in, like, a 5- to 10-yard radius of him, and he had the ball but just couldn't hang on to it. I feel like Reynolds really had, I think he had probably like seven or eight targets in that game, and he probably only came up with the ball maybe four times, to be honest. And it was just all in big moments that he was being targeted. And I feel like that was kind of part of it. But also there was, if I remember correctly, there was a few others that dropped the ball in those crucial moments when they needed it.
0: They had a lot of drops, but I feel like it was, it was all connected and it's all a momentum thing. As soon as you give up your lead and bad things happen, it's in your head. Like that's when things snowball and it gets worse and worse or in the, uh, vice versa for the Niners snowballs, everything goes your way. It just gets better and better. So yeah, I don't know. That was interesting, but I feel like we spent too much time. One last thing. The, the Ravens choked. Nine, uh, yeah, so I, there were a lot of teams choking out there, but let's get into the Super Bowl stuff because we got a lot of fun, fun props that we're going to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right, you guys ready? So basically, I'm just going to ask you some questions like who you think is going to win, who you think is going to be the MVP, who, and then a bunch of other props. And we're just going to, I'll write them down and we'll keep it and we can compete against each other just for fun. All right, so we got the Niners and the Chiefs, like we said earlier, two uh, the most annoying teams ever. Um, <laughs> I will start with Wyatt. I'll go Wyatt, then to you, Gus, and then I'll give my answer at the end. So we're starting it out. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? And if you want to, you can give me a score prediction. You want my honest opinion, or you want the scripted version? Honest opinions only.
1: Okay. Well, I think it's going to end in a tie, because I could care less about either team. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not possible, buddy. (laughs) Scripted version. Uh, It's going to be the Chiefs. They're going to win, I think, by 10. I think it's going to be
0: 34-24. Okay. I write this down too. Okay, you you write. I'm I'm gonna think. All right, sounds good. Um, thirty four twenty four. You said. I think so. All right, thirty four twenty four. All right, and then who do you got as your uh, MVP? Mahomes. Uh, it's scripted. So probably uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm I'm sure.
2: The Wonder Boy. <laughs>
0: all right i like it by the way i was at i'd go to a a bar restaurant called miller's alehouse for football during the season and there was this dude who was there and he was talking to the whole bar he thoroughly 100 percent believed that the nfl is scripted and that they have a script that they send out before every season and he was telling the whole bar like passionately (laughs) so yeah you know, with yeah, all the, it, just, uh, all the... it just feels feels like it. It just feels <laughs> like it. All the penalties that the uh Chiefs benefit from, yeah, it kinda does feel like it. All the penalties that the Patriots over the years benefited from, kinda does feel like it. All right. Elliot, do you have your Super Bowl winner and score prediction?
2: Just to add on to the penalties real quick, Lions Cowboys, end of the game, two point conversion. <clears throat> what have, though. Um My Super Bowl prediction, if we're going based off of, like, what happened last sleep year and what happened this sleep year, I'm going to say there's a few differences. Uh, Hopefully not COVID. Uh, But uh, San Fran's going to win, and it's going to be the complete reversal 31 to 20.
0: 31 to 20? All right, who's your MVP? Ooh, Uh, tough one.
2: This is... This is the part where you have to loop your head around because it's either going to be Christian McCaffrey who's never been to the Super Bowl before and uh, family ties with his father going to the Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan. This he scores father, five touchdowns
0: every single game.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that that's a fair point. He gets the ball at least five to 20 times receiving and then 20 handoffs. Uh, or it will be Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant, showing everyone that he's not a system quarterback and that he can do more. I, I to say I am going to say that the secondary is way better than um the the interior defensive line and their linebackers and I believe Kansas City is one of the uh is m- notorious for letting or allowing the most rushing yards in the league. So I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey. I don't think they, they get anything really going in the passing game.
0: Okay. McCaffrey. I am going to go with the chiefs as well. Um, Every week I bet against them because I don't want them to win and I lose money. So I'm yeah. (laughs) If there's one team in the league, uh, if there's one team in the league that I hate, well, no, I hate a few teams more than the chiefs, but the Niners I definitely hate more. So I'm going Chiefs. Um I'm gonna go twenty seven to twenty-four and Mahomes is gonna get MVP.
2: I, I think Travis Kelsey is gonna get MVP over Mahomes <laughs> this year if the if the Chiefs win. Just the
0: play well, the uh,
2: whole Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah. They Mahomes' stats haven't been that great like he doesn't have that many touchdowns i should say it's been a lot of pacheco uh kelsey had a really good game like two touchdowns last week so yeah i don't know i'm just defaulting to the quarterback but yeah like i said the only teams that i would actually root for the chiefs for when they're playing against would be the niners and then all three other nfc north teams like i'm not rooting for the lions i'm not rooting for the bears not rooting for the vikings and then you add on the Niners, and then probably the Cowboys. Maybe the Seahawks, too. I don't know. Those are the only teams where I would choose to, to root for the Chiefs. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Cool. All right. Next one. National Anthem. Reba McIntyre is singing the National Anthem. over-under for length is set at 90.5 seconds, so a minute and a half. Now, I'll give you a a hint, or not a hint, but stat. Seven of the last ten Super Bowls, the National Anthem has gone over two minutes. So, do you guys think it will be over or under 90 and a half seconds?
1: I think it's over. I think it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Riva's Re- got reba has got the voice. She'll she'll get it.
2: Thank you, yeah. right, Elliot. The same over 90% of the time it works all or no, it's 60% of the time
0: it works all the
2: time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, I'm sticking with you guys. I'm going over as well. I mean, seven out of the last 10 go over 2 minutes. Got an extra 30 seconds in there? Yeah. I'm gonna... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, no we're, if we're going with my heart, I kind of hate the national anthem, like when people sing it and they take forever. So I would like it to go under, but I just don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> 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 All right. Next prop. Coin toss. Who do you think is going to win the coin toss?
1: Gus, you want to go?
2: I'd probably say the Chiefs for that.
0: Chiefs are going to win with uh, tails. That was the the next question. What's it going to be? Okay, so we'll go. By the way, here's a stat. Winner of the coin toss is 25 and 32 all time. So they have a losing record if they win the coin toss. So, Elliot, you're going with the Chiefs. To win the makes toss. Sense. Yeah, makes sense for you. And you said Tails? Yep, Tails. Another stat. <laughs> tails has won seven of the last ten Super Bowls. Oh, well, that just contradicts the other <laughs> stat for me. No, 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 no. Like, it's been Tails. The, the, the winning call has been Tails on the coin toss. Not the winner of yeah. the game. So oh. they don't they don't contract okay. each other, yeah. Okay.
1: All okay. right. Got it. Wyatt, I am going Chiefs
0: heads. Chiefs and heads. I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna go Niners. And tails never fails. I'm doing it. There you're gonna say the right.
2: coin just sticks there and.
0: So this one kind of kind of connects to the winner of the coin toss, too, a little bit. So got to think here. Who scores first?
2: Niners You're first.
0: Oh, no. okay. Wyatt's going Niners. What would you say, Elliot? Uh, I'm going to say Chiefs. 49ers or a second-half team. I'm going to go with Chiefs as well. I think they're going to get the ball, take it, get out to a lead, and carry carry on throughout the game, win it. All right. Next one. Halftime show. Usher. Usher, baby. You guys excited for Usher? Yes. Okay. Elliot? No? I'm not really either, to be honest. When's the Lately last time I'll you put out it. anything? But- yeah. Yeah. Um, got these off the internet. Over under, eight and a half songs performed. Ooh,
2: I didn't think
1: of as eight. A, a as a fan of Usher, baby. I'm gonna say over.
2: I'm trying to think of eight Usher songs. I don't. I don't.
1: I can't because because a, a lot of them like. They like play like 15
0: seconds of a song, yeah. and then they go into another. I don't so know what... I'm going to yeah, say more than eight. I don't know what uh, the number ended up being last year, but it feels like Rihanna went through a bunch really quick. So She did. That's where I'm going to. I'm going over. And you better play a
1: lot from... From the Confessions album. Back in the day. That old Usher baby.
2: I'm going to say under to it. Only because. A lot of his songs are party songs. like you got to be playing them in the club. And. <laughs> <laughs> just like going back and forth. Between like. The peak of one song to the peak of another. I don't know. I feel like the All transitions right. would be weird. So it's got to be the
0: full song. Or at least most of it. This one plays into it too. Yes or no, does anybody join Usher on stage? Last year Rihanna did not have anybody join. But a few years ago they had there was a bunch of people.
1: <laughs> ah,
0: I'm curious about that. Um
1: I think it would be neat if uh Jay Beebs gets out there as <laughs> as a little slide in. Do somebody to love. Uh but I don't know how I don't think that's likely. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. He doesn't have anyone with him. Okay. Elliot As oh, a yeah, fan, I wanna see Jay Beeps.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh
2: no. And to the Jay Beebs reference, shout out Kayla. I know you love him and you couldn't be on the podcast because you're watching the Grammys right now. And uh, don't take all my football content seriously because I lost to Kayla three times out of three games in fantasy football.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to go, yes, somebody joins him on stage. All right. Um. right. Let's see what do I got here.
2: Can I ask a question and rebuttal to that? Sure. Who do you think is going to join him?
0: I have no idea. I don't really care. I just think mm. it's going to be somebody. The favorite, hey. I believe, is Alicia hey. Keys. Yeah, <laughs> my boo.
1: That's a good song. I was thinking maybe "Will I Am" Ooh. for OMG. <sighs> I think that's about it. I, th- <laughs> I think it would be. One of those three. But yeah, I think Alicia Keys would be probably the the uh front
0: runner. The favorite. For that. Yeah. Last one for Usher. First song, what do you think it'll be? If you have one.
1: I think he's gonna go right into yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. First song. Elliot.
2: Uh, I'm gonna double that too because I can't think of any uh, names of Usher songs right now. Ooh, but <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. I know what I'm, I'm... doing, but that song Ooh, just maybe feels right.
1: Oh, I, I, I take it back. I take it back. I think okay. I think he's gonna do DJ Guys Falling in Love because I can Hi. just I can hear the the beat of it starting. I feel like that's a good. And
2: we Good play starter. It for Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. It makes so
0: much sense. Went. Yeah, is the favorite because obviously it's the most well-known song. Yeah. Peace up, Eight temp. Like I could see him starting with that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. a lot of times the favorite does not win. I was. I thought I had Rihanna's last year. I can't remember what it was, but I was. I picked the one I yeah. thought she would start with is the one she ended with, and it's like okay, well that makes sense too. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I bet she starts with something not like his biggest hit. Something else.
2: Something to work in the mood. We'll go.
0: Let's see. I'm going to change my answer. I'll just go with More by Usher. That way we all got a different answer. Really want more? Yeah, song. All right. Very good song. So that's it for the halftime ones that I had. Uh, Next. Gatorade color. So little stat on this. Orange has been the number one Gatorade color since 2001. It has happened five times. Blue and none were both four times, so they just didn't do the Gatorade shower, I guess. Which is weird, because I feel like they always do that. But um, the Chiefs last year against the Eagles had purple. And against the Niners a few years ago, it was orange. So what do you guys think the Gatorade color is going to be?
1: Um, uh, I mean, I'm a blue guy, but I think it's gonna be green, green,
0: so like could be like a lime something yeah. like that, yeah, yeah, okay lemon lime,
2: lemon yeah. lime prime, gotcha uh, I don't know, I don't wanna be part of the favorites with orange i I'll, I'll say red red okay just feels right because both teams are
0: red Uh uh-huh i my first gut was to say clear like they just had water but then after seeing that the chiefs had different colors each time i kind of think they're a color team so man i'm gonna go which by the way water is like 10 to 1 odds which is kind of surprising but Uh, I'm going to go. We'll just go with blue. Because they haven't done that one yet. Wouldn't be surprised if they went orange again, though, because it worked last time they beat the Niners. But we'll go blue. All right. Last couple. This section is titled This One's for the Swifties. (laughs) All right. I made, I totally made this up because I have no idea how many times this is going to happen. One, uh, over under five and a half Taylor Swift cutaways where they show her on the broadcast. Now, at the beginning of the season, it was a lot. But ever since then, it's been like under 10, it's been under 20 seconds of actual. Screen time for Taylor. They usually mm-hmm. cut away once or twice. So I think a lot of people were a little annoyed by it. But I think because it's the Super Bowl, anytime Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey does something, they're gonna go up there. It's gonna be Taylor Swift, Brittany Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna show that stupid booth a lot. Mm-hmm. Over under five and a half.
1: So, so you're saying you're saying five times and not the
0: seconds, right? yeah five times yeah yeah
1: um i feel like yeah i guess it i guess it depends on how much they actually score uh cuz pretty much any time the chiefs score they're showing taylor yeah i think to be honest i think jason's gonna get shown more than t swift is just he might uh, be
0: right next to her though you gotta factor that in too
1: (laughs) that's true that's true i'll i'll say you said five and a half or just five 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 and a half half. so uh to hit Uh, the over you gotta, gotta be six yeah i'll do over over okay yeah
2: I will also do the overt just because it if if they're throwing in the ball, if Patrick's throwing the ball to whatever receiver they're gonna show they're gonna show Brittany and Jackson. <laughs> if they throw it to Travis, he gets a touchdown, it's gonna go back up there. So I mean and and it's also like big play stuff too. So I mean if Travis it thirty yards down the field completes it and that's just crowds going wild shoot it back up there that's where it's going
0: and it's the super bowl they like to show off the oh, stars God. i'm sure there's going to be like a a montage at the beginning of the game of all the stars that are there and she's definitely going to be on that one so that's one for sure but i'm gonna go i'm gonna be optimistic here for me and say under <laughs> But I kind of think it's going to be the over. But <laughs> All right. Last one for the Swifties. This is a tough one because it depends on who you think is going to win. Does, Ta- uh, does Travis propose to Taylor on the field after the game? No.
1: No. 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 Elliot?
2: I'm gonna say yes, only because there's been He's some stuff. a romantic. Stuff, there's been some stuff circulating around. Th- this is the same dude that had a dating show, in when like a few years after he got drafted. Whatever. Uh, Fair enough. So I mean, there's stuff like that that he has in his background. I feel like the, the well, there's been some stuff about him already asking her parents for. Uh, permission to get engaged. Uh, And then there's also been some stupid stuff saying that he's going to take, well, if they win, if they win, he's going to take the stupid diamond or crystal or whatever the crap, the rock that's in there, and put it in an engagement ring and give that to her. So.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, I just got a text message. Julia in the other room can hear me talking, and she all caps says, "No, my answer is no. Travis will not <laughs> propose to Taylor on the field after the game. Come on now." So yep, this is a big yep. moment for people because a lot of girls out there they're like, "Oh, that's so cheesy! Like proposing at a sporting event, you know, kiss cam. They don't want. They don't want that." So if he did it, a lot of girls would be eating their words. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, he's so cute, Travis. He's so thoughtful." But yeah, cool. I'm gonna go with no. So Wyatt and I are on the no train. Elliot, the hopeless romantic, he wants to see love. He wants you to see, see it, it from
2: the guy's side. It's like <laughs> so, so he's at the top of the mountain, and he just gets down on one knee. Everything's going right for him.
1: Does he retire? So so he, no. Did, did oh, didn't God. he just pick the Forty ers to win? So he's gonna the the Niners are gonna win and he's gonna propose
0: on the field. I'm Uh saying if he wins. If he wins No, that wasn't the question. (laughs) What? The question was just does Travis propose? How? Wow, you're a weirdo. You think he's gonna propose after he loses the Super Bowl? That would be that would be awful. That That was a good call, Wyatt. That was a good call.
2: (laughs) 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 If they win, if they win, Travis down (laughs) one knee. Travis, (laughs) Travis, <laughs> the Super Bowl MVP gets down on. A- they
1: got confetti going for the Niners, and he's down there on one knee <laughs> yeah. for Taylor. Yeah, that's a sight. That's a uh,
0: sight. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that, yeah. All right. That's the. That was the last prop. That was good. I wrote them all down. We'll keep. We'll keep track and see who wins. Everybody listening can play along. They probably play along as as we we're reading them. But that was fun. All right. So last thing I wanted to talk about. You guys have better memories than me. So I'm going to leave this up to you guys. Let you guys start it out. But what are some of the best Super Bowl commercials you guys remember? Some of your favorites. Uh...
1: Definitely the Betty White Snickers commercial was funny. That was a good one. That was back in... Was that 2008? Uh, 2010.
0: 2010, that one was. We're going to need some more. you got to tell the audience what happened.
1: Well, it's... Uh, you know, one of the the... You turn into this person... You're well, not you when, when you're, you're hungry. hungry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so... They're playing, uh, they're playing like, uh, uh, like wreck or, or like two hand touch tackle, whatever football game. Uh, and the guy is Betty White and he's, he's running or Betty White's running routes and just getting slammed in the mud (laughs) and whatnot. And then, uh, and then, uh, Betty's like stressing in the huddle, like, you guys have been on my butt all day. <laughs> like, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good commercial. So near rewatch that one. Uh the Buble bubbly commercial in 2019. That was kind of funny. You remember that one? Probably no. not. I have a terrible memory. <laughs> um I feel like the weirdest one that comes to mind is uh the puppy monkey baby uh, oh, yeah Mountain Dew commercial. Yeah. That's that weird. One was so weird. So weird.
0: The one I do um, have because I don't have many, yeah. so I'll just jump in quick. Um the one, it's one of the car commercials. I can't remember who um but it's the little kid, he's Darth Vader. He's got he's mm. using the force and he turns the car. Mm-hmm. That oh god, yeah, that's such a good one. And then a lot of the Budweiser <laughs> commercials with the dog. Oh yeah, they always get me, man. Oh god. The dog, the Clydesdales. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Legendary. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the talking baby E Trade commercial. <laughs> you guys remember that one? That was in uh, 2008. That was Dang, pretty you funny. Did some one. research, all right. I did, I did, yeah. There's, I like it. there's a couple of good ones in there. Uh, I know I'm missing a bunch. the The Budweiser one that was really, really funny uh, was the WhatsApp one in in 2000. It's like the what's up, and they're answering the <laughs>
0: phone. Yeah, like from a scary movie or from Scream.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Elliot, you got it. Uh,
2: why are you still
1: going? No, you're good. Oh, we yeah.
2: go
0: back to him, too. Give him some yeah. time to think of some more.
2: Um, me, I have uh, no memory of most Super Bowl commercials. They have not stuck around with me. Uh, probably because of my memory. Not bad advertisement, but I'm going <laughs> to take the Puppy Monkey Baby because that <laughs> one was actually pretty funny at the time. Um, and Wyatt just brought it up. So, it's kind of a win-win for me. Uh, another commercial that I would kind of move to, not a Super Bowl commercial, but one that I saw during the Texans-Browns game, um, was, a uh, Jack Slink's, uh, commercial of, uh, ah, oh God, it, it's inappropriate because it's, a it's a guy in the bathroom and then all of a sudden Sasquatch just spawns up and then starts taking a leak for him and it's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> but it's funny.
0: Hey, all of these commercials are on national TV and are broadcast <laughs> to millions of people. So I feel like we can talk about mm-hmm. them. Man. So yep. without getting
2: cancelled. There yeah. I am.
0: Oh yeah, I see here. Yeah, the talking talking babies e trade. Yeah, those were funny. <laughs> and then the uh
1: old spice never failed. They they oh. had
0: some good commercials too.
1: Way back when.
2: Doritos too.
1: Doritos, Doritos, has good ones. they had some good ones. Yeah, oh, I feel the, like Pringles had had one or two that were that were funny. The, the Uber time Eats machine had one. a couple good ones. Oh yeah, when they oh, first yeah. Uber started, Eats, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: The look if you look up the Doritos time machine one, it's the one where the kid's on the front lawn and he has a cardboard box. And this guy uh, comes around the corner, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Time machine, get in!" And then he has to, like, <laughs> yeah, he like takes his Doritos, and the the guy's like, "Get <laughs> off my lawn!" And then comes out, and goes like, "Timmy or something like that." That one, <laughs> that was a good one.
1: That, that was a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ah, I wish I had a better memory. I always, I always do enjoy them. Can't wait for like really good ones, but such a bad memory when it comes to that Why you got any more you're like the number one dude I go to for movie references movie lines and now Super Bowl commercials so <laughs>
1: yep no that was that was a majority of my list
0: I'd say Pepsi probably has a bunch um yeah a lot of Budweiser yeah, Co- ones Cole's
1: always got some good ones with the polar bears yeah very uh, iconic ones
2: Pepsi, the Cardi B uh Steve Corral commercial. The one where he's trying mm-hmm. to pronounce the that
1: one? Yeah, I don't know I don't know if the Corona commercials were a part of the Super Bowl, but like with Snoop Dogg and Bad Bunny, that's always, that was a funny one. It's not player, it's Blaya <laughs> <laughs> Man, yep.
0: I just went through a whole list, and it was like all Pepsi commercials, but I haven't seen like any of them. Well, I feel like Tide ones. had one too uh,
1: a few years ago with Hopper. Uh, yeah, I'd from I want to say it was like a crossover with Old Spice, but maybe not. It was like it's a <laughs> Tide commercial or something like that.
2: Well, I mean, the Super Bowl is like Pepsi halftime show. Like, it's just one of the main
0: sponsors. Is Mm -hmm. it the Pepsi halftime show? I think it is. Usually is. Usually is. Well, that makes sense. Let me look that up.
1: That's why they don't, Pepsi doesn't do too many commercials now, I feel like, because they do the halftime. Yeah, I'm sure that costs a lot of money. Be the main yeah.
0: sponsor. Oh
2: yeah. Never mind. Sorry. The new sponsor is Apple Music.
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I did they, see a They were for last that. year too. Yeah. Yeah, they were last year as well.
0: <laughs> Makes sense.
2: Money and stuff.
0: <laughs> cool. But yeah. That was fun hope everybody enjoyed i had a blast (laughs) well let's see we're all gonna have to hop on again eventually and talk about what happens unless we all just hate our lives so much that the chiefs won again (laughs) or the niners won or in elliot's case okay if elliot's prediction comes true where the Niners win McCaffrey gets MVP and then Travis Kelsey still proposes to Taylor Swift on the field after the game we're doing an emergency podcast and we're getting on right (laughs) away and talking That's big time that's big time
2: live streaming on YouTube for
0: everyone we are dropping everything (laughs) we're doing we are hopping on right away (laughs) all right thank you guys for listening make sure to follow us Follow the pod wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, and make sure to look out for the next episode next week, hopefully after the Super Bowl. Thanks for listening, and we we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. See you, Mountain Faces.
1: Take it easy, Mountain Face.